All right, hello everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Radio Dakar. I'm your host, Doug Brooks, and this is a hyperspace transmission of my relatively non-spoiler review of the audio presentation of Pirate's Price, the young adult novel by Lou Anders. If you've listened to my other shows, especially recently, where I talk about Galaxy's Edge and other books, you've heard me mention Pirate's Price. I rave about it on Twitter. It is one of my favorite books of the new canon. And it is also my favorite audiobook that has been done, at least that I've ever listened to. And I've been doing the audiobooks uh, going on four years now. So I thought I would do, a, like I say, non-spoiler, get into a couple of details because of the fun of it. Uh, just a review to let you know how much I enjoy this book and why I think you need to listen to it if you haven't already. And I will say it's great. Uh, to be read. Uh, it's still an entertaining book, but the audio presentation is just so unique that I, I feel that is the way you have to absorb this material. Now, Pirate's Price, if you don't know, is part of the Flight of the Falcon promotion that they did. Uh, it started late 2018, early 2019. Kind of a post- script for Solo because of, you know, getting to see young Han, young Lando, uh, the Falcon in different form when Lando owned it, kind of building on that, that way you get more adventures of the Falcon, some of the stories have Lando, some Han, of course Chewie, L3. So far there have been uh, two young adult novels a Choose Your Destiny book, and uh, a series of comic book stories that are in the Star Wars Adventures run by IDW. Uh, They tie in really well with Last Shot by Daniel Jose Older, uh, if you've read that. And it's just, you know, ever since... uh, Solo, it's, it's just a chance to learn more about the Falcon's history. Now, I have also read, um, the other book is Lando's Luck uh, by Justina Ireland. I I actually only read it for the first time about a month and a half ago. Uh, It was very good, too. Uh, The audio for that is available, but I don't think it was as specialized as Pirate's Price. Uh, But, like I say, it's young adult, so it's a quick read. Uh, it's, It's a fun book. Uh, it's a great adventure for Lando and L3 back when they owned the Falcon. Uh, it's a great new planet and characters on, in that book, too. I recommend that. Uh, the Choose Your Destiny book was written by Kevin Scott. He is doing that type of uh, material. He's got... Uh, well, they focus on different characters each time. The first one he did was Han and Chewie. And then the one that ties into Flight of the Falcon is Luke and Leia. 
and then Poe and Finn is coming out as part of the Journey to the Rise of Skywalker, and uh, I think there's going to be more more after that. Um, I bought that for my son, uh, little Han, my co-host, um, but then he kind of flips through, you know, on his own because you know it's for for younger uh, readers. Um, but I I haven't actually sat down and just read through it to see all the different uh, possibilities. Uh, I did love Choose Your Destiny books as a kid. Um, so I was more than glad to buy these for him, uh, to let him see about, you know, you get to pick, you know, how the story goes. Uh, also, I've not finished the comic book series and Star Wars Adventures. I do have a couple of them because I bought certain issues for the Star Wars Resistance stories that were within. Um, but what I need to do is just get some collected editions and finish that. And one of the overlying threads through these materials for Flight of the Falcon is the Falcon is being pursued by Basin Natal, who, if you remember, is uh, she's the bounty hunter on Takodana in The Force Awakens, who alerts the First Order that they have found uh, BB-8 when he was um, had the map to Skywalker. You know, she was just seen. She had that one line. Um, she had her own story, uh, The Perfect Weapon by Delilah Dawson, which was a short story. Um, it's it's available uh, as a digital book. I don't know if it ever was actually published in hard copy, but um, it, it's a good read. So you learn more about Basine, what uh, her specialties are. But she's reintroduced in uh, The Flight of the Falcon, and she's the one trying to track it down and talking to all these people to find out the stories about the history of the ship. So, she's in Pirate's Price. And, of course, the main character in Pirate's Price is Hondo Anaka. And, I've talked about it before, Hondo is... He's, he's, a, he's a character that grew on me quite a bit. Um, when I first... Yeah, I, as I've said before, I didn't watch Clone Wars religiously when it was on. I bought the DVDs and binged it once it was nearing its end. And yes, I remembered Hondo as a character, but there wasn't anything that stuck out to me like, oh, I might see him again. And then he was on uh, Rebels as well. He befriended Ezra. And that's when he started to grow on me as a character. At first, I thought he was, you know, he's the weird comic relief of the show. But he, he became so noble, especially with his participation in the liberation of Laval in the finale, that I really started to enjoy him. But he, he's also made appearances uh, on the Freemaker Adventures, the Lego Star Wars series, uh, which established that he uh, was alive during the Galactic Civil War. And he was also on an episode of Forces of Destiny when he was uh, had an encounter with Kira. So he, he's unique. He's a new character, you know, not introduced in the movies, that has been on, well, not including Resistance. And that may happen, we'll see. But 
up until Resistance, he has been on all the new animated series that uh, have been around since you know, 2008. So, I mean, he's, he's an interesting character, and the fact that they felt confident enough in his popularity that they made him the centerpiece of a Disney park. Hondo is the highly complex animatronic that you encounter at Smuggler's Run Ride at Galaxy's Edge. So the cool thing is, this book establishes why he's at Black Spire Outpost on Batuu. You find out what he's doing there. It's not just a chance to throw a character in this park and you know, have it be entertaining while you're waiting in line to fly the Falcon. No, they went out of their way to give him a tremendous backstory as to why he, that's what he's doing now. Uh, I know there's a lot of back, background to it, but, you know, that, that's, that's part of what makes Pirate's Price so fun, is it's relevant, you know. I, uh, I'll get into it in just a minute, but, you know, listening to the, the book... And I'm thinking, oh man, uh, you know, what they're setting up here is what we're going to see when we go to Orlando or Anaheim for some of you. So that, they got me excited. And, and, and there's more Galaxy's Edge uh, material coming out, of course. But, it, you know, if you're just interested in Galaxy's Edge uh, with the Black Spire book and Crash of Fate and all that, and all that the Galaxy's Edge comic book, I recommend Pirate's Price for that reason, too, because it also ties in, and as I've said, also drawn alliances. All of these take place on by two to help get you ready to visit the park, because you can go there and be like, oh, they mentioned this in, in the book, I want to see it, or oh, that I want to get the drink that was in the book. So, alright, that, that's, that's the background. Now, the book itself, as I said, a young reader. Um, the audio presentation was, I think, four... Well, if you run at a regular speed, it's about four hours long, I believe. So not, not a huge investment. Um, you know, novels go about 12 hours, uh, that sort of thing. The beauty of it is, it is read by Jim Cummings, the actual voice of Hondo Anaka. And the majority of the book is told by Hondo. It's not a, a third person all throughout. The setup with Basine is, but it is Hondo telling the story, and Jim does the Hondo voice all the way through, and it is a riot. I, I love this. I mean, you know, I've done a review of Jedi, uh, Dooku Jedi Lost with the full cast, and that's when you can really immerse yourself in these characters. Um, there's been other times um, the, the Thrawn audiobook is excellent because Mark Thompson made himself Thrawn. And he sounds like uh, a version on Rebels. You know, there have been other times the actual performer did their own book. Uh, Ashley Eckstein did Ahsoka. Uh, Janina Gavankar uh, did the Battle, uh, Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad book. 
so it's been done before, and it really helps you. Uh, Kat Tabor did um, uh, Queen of Shadow, the Padme book. So they really go all out with these audio presentations, but the way Jim immersed himself as Hondo and was able to read in the first person, it is just a, just a fun, rewarding experience. So, like I say, it kind of bookends with Jim as himself telling, setting up the story. Um, again, not, not heavy on spoilers. Uh, it starts out with Beijing meeting Hondo on Batu. And as we find out, this is shortly after the events of The Last Jedi. So it's also a good way for you to find out things that have happened since the escape from Creed uh, before we find out more in December. Uh, so Bazin is in Ogus Cantina talking to Hondo. Yeah, Ogus is a real place now. And they mention drinks like the Fuzzy Tauntaun. Uh, yeah. As I was listening to the book, I can picture this in my mind already, and it's a place I'm going to visit someday, so that's that's awesome. So Bazin is trying to get find the Falcon. So it, it becomes Hondo telling the stories of the times that he has been on the Falcon. And there's, it's like with the broad uh, story taking place in with now being you know, the last Jedi era, Hondo tells uh, three stories. And uh, the first is when he encountered Han, uh, young Han and Chewie. So, you know, maybe a couple of years after the events of Solo. Uh, the second story takes place, I think, after Jedi. Yes, it did. Yeah, it took place after Jedi, and it uh, takes place on Takodana. So there's Maz Kanata's in the book too. And then the third is how he acquired the, the Falcon and, it, and why it is on Batu. And then this takes place after the Last Jedi. So yeah, there's your there's your in-universe reason for why the Falcon is there on Batu as a ride. It makes sense. And that's the beauty of the book. So the... I'll give you a brief on each of the stories and why they're fun. Now, we'll say this. Uh, there's uh, new planets introduced in the book. Uh, there's new characters. And as Hondo is telling the story, you know, I realize... Uh, you know, Hondo has a very unique speech pattern. Now, somebody described it, I can't remember who, they described it as like, you know, Russian slash Eastern European mixed with Caribbean. I think that's a good way to think about it. Uh, I would try to do the voice, but I'm probably going to be awful with it. But Hondo Naka, glorious pirate, you know, like that. And as he's talking about these new characters and locations, they just roll off his tongue. Like, in the first story, they go to planets Dandu 3 and Guangdin. It just makes it sound so natural for Jim to be reading those planet names. So I actually asked Lou Anders on Twitter if all the original names for planets and people that he came up with for the story, did he have Hondo 
his voice in mind, and he said absolutely that he actually would say them out loud as Hondo before he committed them to, to word. And that, that is just so cool. I'm, I'm so glad I checked on that because it, it was obvious, but you know, he confirmed it that yeah, that's part of the fun is hearing Hondo say these were, uh, names that just roll off his tongue. And uh, there's a uh, woman who's in a major player in the first story. Her name is, uh, well, in Honda, Honda speak, uh, Majo Rilu. And then, like I say, they go to Dandu 3. And I, I don't want to spoil, you've got to read the book I, or listen to it. I don't want to spoil the unique dynamics of these planets. But Dandu 3 is something I would love to see uh, visualized someday. Uh, it's a moon, but it has very unique residents and uh, cities and such. I'll leave it at that. Um, but the creatures are called the Tolossus, and, and Hondo loves saying Tolossus. And, and, they, and they encountered the Pachyphantus who are like a, an elephant-type-looking creatures. Uh, but it makes sense for Hondo to talk about the Pachyphantos on Dandu 3. That, that's what made it fun, just hearing Hondo talk for four hours. Uh, and not in an annoying way at all. Uh, like, I, like I say, at first he kind of rubbed me the wrong way on Rebels, but no, I, I've come to love this character and adore him. And... To listen to him tell this tale, literally, it, it's so much fun. And then they make it to Guangdi, uh, which is a unique planet in its own right. Um, again, I don't want to spoil it. Um, but the first story, uh, it's not a heist story, but it involves like a mission to... Um, there's a reason why they're going location to location, and they have something to acquire... Uh, for Bajor Rilu, and uh, it's the most, it takes in the majority of the book, that first story, and it, it is really entertaining, and a lot of twists, you don't really see what's coming as far as the ending, and it pays off later. Uh, like I say, the second story takes place on Takodana, a little more straightforward, we get to, we get to have Hondo interact with Maz. Which makes sense. They're both pirates. I'm sure they've had many interactions. Uh, you can tell there's a history there. Uh, and then, of course, the bonus of this is Hondo's interactions with Han and Chewie in both stories, at, you know, at different times in their lives. And what's especially good is Jim is doing Hondo doing an impression of Han uh, for when he's reading Han the Han. It's a little more exaggerated than because Mark Thompson were reading con lines for a, a different book. So that's part of the entertainment. Uh, yeah, the, the, of course, a smuggler and a pirate have a great dynamic with each other, and it, it is so entertaining. The third story, like I say, takes place after The Last Jedi. It is... It does let you know that the, you know, the Falcon took damage and that they need repairs, but because of their history, Chewie 
knows that Hondo can help him out. So he and Chewie and Ray loan out the the Falcon to Hondo. Keep in mind, the Falcon has new residence after their trip to Achito. So Hondo, yes, Hondo does have uh, encounters with the little porkies. Uh, and it leads to great hijinks. And also, um, there, there's a payoff from the, the previous story that he told. So once uh, Hondo takes care of his problems uh, and has the befriends the porkies, that's when he makes it to Batu, and before he gets the Falcon back, that's when he set up Hondo or Anaka Transport Solutions, which is the actual business you go to on the Galaxy's Edge to fly the Falcon. So it set it all up here. Yeah, this is this is great background for the for the park for the ride. And then uh, it also pays off the overall story. So I think that's a, you know, kind of a quick and dirty reason for why I love this book so much. I, I'm so thankful to Lou Anders for writing it uh, because it is so entertaining. You know, it's you know, just finished, you know, very hardcore, serious works like Alphabet Squadron, you know, we've got some stuff coming up, uh, but, you know, Star Wars needs this every now and then, just something that is pure fun. Uh, I mean, you know, like I say, I did the audiobook in my car, I, I've listened to this book twice now, I have a smile on my face the whole time, it is just so enjoyable, it, just a chance to immerse yourself in the less serious side of this galaxy and not worry about the wars. You know, it's just pirates and smugglers making their making their way each day through the galaxy, and it's so much fun. And for, for Jim Cummings to bring this character to life in this way, uh, it just builds on everything he's done with him so far. Uh, but that is my review. Like I say, quick and dirty. Uh, but Hondo Anaka always... Always gets his man, always gets away. And maybe makes profit at the end, who knows. That's a horrible hondo, but you know, it's about the best I can do. Uh, but yeah, the, he, he's a character that's grown on me. I cannot wait to buy the six inch figure in the pack at Galaxy's Edge. Um, hopefully I'll be, even if I don't get to go to Galaxy's Edge for a while, um, hopefully I'll, I'll go to Disney Springs in the fall and I want to get the hondo figure so that I can have him at home to look at. Uh, but that's it. Um, again, Pirate's Price. You can't ask for like a more fun audio uh, experience with Star Wars. It's a great book. It's, it's fun for the kids, too, if you have young readers who want to you know, go that route. That, that takes care of my review. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you've read the book, I hope uh, hopefully you have your own thoughts on it. Uh, if you haven't, hopefully this encourages you to get to read it. It's inexpensive either way. Uh, go ahead and get it. Uh, if, if you do enjoy it, please let uh, Lou Anders know that you enjoyed it. 
that he's always appreciative of the feedback. I made it a point to tell him how much I love it. Uh, that takes care of this episode. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Radio Dakar, R-A-D-I-O-D-Q-A-R. All the Radio Dakar episodes are on most major platforms for podcasts, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, Spotify, uh, Anchor. Uh, Anchor is where I um, upload and keep everything and takes you to the other platforms, uh, the Anchor app, anchor.fm. Uh, of course, my specialty is uh, resist, uh, re- reviewing Star Wars Resistance. I'll be reviewing Star Wars The Mandalorian coming up. Uh, but I've been doing a lot of book reviews now that we're in the between seasons of shows. So I had to get this one out of there because I love it so much. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Uh, I will see you next time for another topic. Until then, may the Force be with you.